Hey everybody and welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. I am your host Sal, with me is your other host Lizzie. Hello. And we are here to talk comic books. <gasps> I mean it's not, yeah. I actually read some. You did? And you liked them? Question mark? Yes. Good. I don't like the art. But that's fine. Well, I liked liked it for 9 through 13. Interesting. Well, I think that's the same artist as the first ones. But anyway, we're talking about the Dr. Afra comics, but we're going back to the first run, the 2016 run, which takes place after A New Hope, but before Empire Strikes Back. And if you like know more of Afra's story or listen to that Dr. Afra audiobook, it's after that. Although, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, because even when she's recording the story, she's talking about, okay, um, pretty sure it's after that. Yeah. And then also it is after the, like, you know, the 2015 Darth Vader 25 issue run, which is basically the events of that, but more Darth Vader. You know, same events, though. Yeah, nope. Okay, so I have little notes here that I'm going to... So Dr. Africa Comics, we're talking the first three arcs. One of them is a crossover. So we have Afra, then we have the Screaming Citadel crossover, and then we have Dr. Afra and the Enormous Prophet. So that's like the first, it's the first, it's first taste. I read, <laughs> I read. Three course meal. Like, I read everything and then I went back to the annual. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I was very confused for a second because I was like, wait, this is before. And I just yeah. realized I read them out of order. Well, even then, like the annuals are kind of separate. So like, like it connects to the story that's happening at the time. Yeah. But it also like, it's like a whole different time. And you're like, wait, what's go? Oh, this was a long time. And then when you get to the other part of the comics, you're like, oh, that's why or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, They're pretty much all written by Kieran Gillen, except for the, the, uh, the crossover because it's like Jason Aaron and Gillen because um, crossovers crossover. are like written by, you know, it's got like, it's got Star Wars issues in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Karen Gillen is the person who, Kieran, Kieran Gillen. I don't know how to pronounce their name. What? How's it spelled? K-I-E-R-O-N. Yeah. Kieran. Sure. I've never heard it out loud, I suppose. <sighs> Never thought about it until this moment when I decided to do a podcast about it. <laughs> anyway, Dr. Afro Comics, uh, great, a great character, a great series, in my opinion. I think <laughs> you are learning, and it's like, it like, uh, it's just all kinds of fun and craziness. Oh, you said this was horror? So the, the crossover is horror vibes. Oh. I feel. It's more like, I had a word for it, now it's gone. more like a survival kind of like of the fittest that's a horror thing yeah but like (laughs) that's a horror genre survival horror i guess but like the person wasn't scary i well yeah i mean like a monster it was just like i mean to me it was like uh, i mean i guess we'll get to it but i would say it was like it was like a vampire movie i guess vampire movie that's what i would call it like, that's I what I would I compare it to. watch a lot of vampire movies besides Twilight. Mm-hmm. I don't think that really counts. Right. Okay. Uh, For real obvious quick, reasons. Real quick, business time. 
therogrebels.com. All things The Rogue Rebels are there. We have a Facebook page. Go like it. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Hive, Blue Sky, Threads. I said Hive. At The Rogue Rebels. We're on Twitch at Rogue Rebels. We are on tw- at Twitter at Rogue Rebels Fam. Yeah. We're on Spotify. We're everywhere you listen to podcasts. Where you're listening to us right now. If you can rate or review us or give us five stars, a thumbs up, or whatever you can do. Please. You should put your music on Spotify. Pretty please. But I don't have any music anymore. <laughs> Very little music. Yeah, the old music. Mm. I'm going to have to make a whole other account. <laughs> to use yeah, another email. Yeah, put it on there. Uh, let's see. I mean, I don't want to... There's not a whole lot of news. There's new Dr. Aphra stuff. Right now, there's more horror stuff going on. Dark Droids is happening. And it's even more horror, and it's great. It's just droids. It's not scary it, this one give me monsters yeah this one is definitely not monsters but this one's pretty cool uh jango fett is coming next year because bounty hunters is ending mm-hmm. and no many what was uh, that movie pray for valence like it was like we, we went to the movies and there was a trailer and tomorrow morrison was there i think it was what aquaman was oh yeah it was <laughs> i mean i don't <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's Aquaman. And I'm pretty like that's the only thing I've seen Tamora in recently that's not Boba. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at Happy High Republic Day, it is comic book day. So I went and got my Star Shadows of Starlight number two and my High Republic Phase three number one. And today is also the day that they released those new episodes of Young Jedi Adventures. And you know, I normally don't do this, but I sort of just skipped to the episodes that had Loden and Bell. Mm-hmm. So I could see Loden and Bell on the thing. I tried to find the one with Starlight Beacon, but I couldn't find it. So now I just have to like watch the other three because it's clearly one of the ones that I didn't pick. I was like, maybe it's this one. Maybe it's this one. Okay, I'm done with my lunch. I got to go get ready now. You know, sir, sir puppies. All right. But yeah, that's basic. Uh, Give me a horror with Bingo in it. Bingo is the monster. Lame. Not scary. i mean yeah you can debate the scariness of the the of what the thing was but i think it it is intended to be horror just even though you weren't scared by it i think i don't know what scares you you, like in a horror look i would say you you just took us to go see five nights at freddy's that wasn't particularly scary to me but i recognize it as a horror film it's not it it was like so sad that it wasn't so it wasn't I mean, are the games scary? Is it supposed to be scary? I mean, they're scary in the way that it's like jump scares. And it didn't feel like there were a lot of jump scares. Like there was one, two, Mm -hmm. but it was like not. Yeah, but that's not scary. Well, I guess like okay. Well, it makes yeah. Like I like horror that's like you're worried about the characters, not just because you know, like a TikTok can have a fucking jump scare. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not good writing. That's not well done. I like horror that makes you think, but that's just me. Anyway, we're not talking about horror yet. We're talking about Dr. Afra, and the first storyline of her own series. Now, like, I'm going to give you a little, like, inside baseball. Back when this was happening, um, people had been complaining about Dr. Afra for a little bit. And by people, I mean, like, stupid YouTube. Oh, okay. Like, like, whoa, why are there all, like, female kids? Like, oh, she's getting her own series. That's never going to, like, people don't buy girls in comics or whatever. And I, I don't, like, well, now I should have researched this before I said 
crap because okay. I feel like her comics are very successful. I know they won an award. I know this series in particular won an award maybe a year ago or two years ago or for the, you know, another thing that I shouldn't have said before I thought about it. Um, all I know is that I enjoy these comics quite a bit. I enjoy these characters quite a bit. And I think the series does well. Like, I feel like a lot of people at least know her, you know? Particularly in the comics realm. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, if you ask somebody who, like, just watches Mandalorian or something, they're not going to know anything about it. Well, yeah. But there was a pretty big contingent of us who, when, like, Black Chrysanthemum shows up in Boba Boba Fett, we were like, oh, Dr. Afra's friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the fact that they, like, took a character from this to put over there, also pretty cool. Wish it was Afra, but yeah. I don't think she does the same ultimate fighting thing that he does. No, but still. Uh, yeah, like it would have been awesome to see Dr. Afra, but I just like, she. He, Boba needed people on his team. He needed a berserker. He needed like some mod motorcycle people and he needed a cop vanth with no armor. Mm-hmm. And then he needed a din with armor. So yeah. like I get, I get, I get his team lineup. And then awesome assassin Fennec. Mm-hmm. Uh, super lethal in every way. Yeah. So the first series is about her um, and like she's going through stealing stuff and she like her father comes back and he had her doctorate like revoked. And kind of rude. Yeah, he's got like clues to the like Citadel of Ruhr that he's been hunting of the Ordu Respectu. This Since she was little. Yeah, this like this this offshoot of Jedi that he's been obsessed with her whole life. And so like they go and they find that and it turns out it's like a There's a lot of bad parenting in Star Wars. Techno. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but that's like life. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not a I was just saying it out loud cuz like I mean, I or, was I don't know like it's, in... it's, especially in this one. Like, yeah, he well, very much says, like, hey, I was trying to, like, find a way to bring the Jedi back to make a better galaxy for your future. Yeah. But like, again, there was the whole thing. I guess when I remembered her dad, I was remembering what she told us in, like, right. her audio drama. <clears> and <throat> how, like, he would use her to get, like, books and, like, steal stuff mm-hmm. and put her in dangerous places. Yeah. And then so the mom left him and... But that's like her point of view, right? Yeah. Like from her point of view, she was like, oh, like he was just obsessed with his thing and he didn't spend time with me. And then when he did spend time with me, he was like, it was only because he needed help with his thing. And then from his point of view was like, look, I got engrossed in this thing and I got obsessed with it because I was trying to find a way to bring the Jedi back because the whole ever since they've been gone, the galaxy is horrible and people were being killed and. And he, but even he was like, look, I missed out on your life and I should have been paying attention, but I was trying to make it safer, but I shouldn't have let that, let me miss everything, you know? So there is a, there. He says that when he's dying. That's not fair. He's not dying. He's fine. <laughs> he just got punched a little or shot or whatever happened. He did he get lightsaber? He didn't die. He did. No, he didn't. Literally got blown up, didn't he? No, he didn't. Slipping through the book. He did not die. He ends up at the other thing. like Pages and... No, she drops him off, right? Freaking slow today. Yeah. He, like... He stabs Magna Tolvan and then, like... He leaves. Dang it. He does not die. That's unfortunate. But they do part ways. Um, I swear he was gonna die or something. Yeah, he got, like, 
shot or whatever when they were in the citadel remember she's like patching him up and he like he can't really like run and all that uh, uh, uh. marvel flipping. comics was slow today and it was making me upset oh yeah well next time you come over i can just like, like give you the graphic novels <laughs> like it was i was trying to flip through mm-hmm. and usually when it's like like the last few comics it was like chris Santon just fighting people I was mm-hmm. like, okay, skip, 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 skip. And then it just was like loading. And I was like, why? <laughs> well, that's why, because you're skipping, skipping, skipping. It doesn't have time to load ahead of you. I was like, why? Look at the... <laughs> it's even, like, like loading. It's literally not even words you on know, the paper. You're like, why is it so fast? And the app is <laughs> like, you didn't even look at the last three pages I loaded. Why do I even load? <laughs> uh, yeah. So they like they end up finding the lost citadel of Ruhr, which is like, where that ancient order and they were trying to like find immortality and basically they uploaded the Jedi uploaded its consciousness to the thing and it can take control of technology. Yeah. Yeah. So much because it's pretty sick, which I don't get how I don't know. Like the I uh, okay. I did like how in the beginning in the like the first few issues, I think it's the first issue actually, where Afra is telling the story of what her dad told her, mm-hmm. but also it seems like she remembers it differently, mm-hmm. or she can't remember it fully, and then he tells it, and it's like not completely different, but pretty yeah. sure in hers it was like the Sith were trying to find immortality and blah 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 blah, but then in his it was like. The Jedi were trying to find immortality and were doing wrong things to mm-hmm. find immortality. Which is like, why would you want to bring those people back? To, if, to guard the galaxy. But they're unethical Jedi. Oh, that well, to I mean, like they're, yeah, immortal. whatever they were doing that was like dependent on technology or that they were doing things that were against the Jedi code, presumably. Because like it never really says what they were doing that was so bad. And were they official, like, Jedi? There was, like... Well, this is all we ever learn of them so far. So, but, and, like, with the story you're talking about, they're telling the same story, but just in her version, like, yeah, the Jedi are all in black and they're bad people and they're, like, dark or whatever, you know, like, because she's like, they probably weren't good if they were trying to find immortality. I mean, And he's like, right. no, these pure heroes. And, like, in his story, they're, like, all wearing white and, like, <laughs> yeah. you know. But, like, I did like that. That's a really cool like Rashomon moment. And then like the actual story is kind of like a little bit of both. Like the one Jedi becomes like whatever. Obsessed. Yeah. Like obsessed with it and it becomes an obsession much like this dude. Yeah. Much like daddy, <laughs> daddy Avra. What's his name? Corin? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's his name. The Mr. Chelly. Yes. No, her name is Chelly. Oh, the mom's Chelly. name is Chelly. Afra. My bad. Yeah. I kept, Cause I was like Afra. That's her last. That's her first name. Mm-hmm. No, that's her last name. Yeah, so he's she's Doctor Afra. Well, there's only one. Okay, yes. only one true Doctor Afra. No, apparently not. Her dad's a doctor too, I and he used his doctorate care. to like undo her doctorate. That's so <laughs> rude. Like, excuse me, Madam Afra or whatever. Yeah. He's like, well, you you actually like messed this up anyway, because she did kind of like steal and lie to get her doctorate. Um, Who doesn't? Him, apparently. For their doctorate. <laughs> uh, but, like, I like the whole intro that's basically like Raiders of the Lost Ark, but she's Belloc. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
like the guy gets out of the thing and he's like i can't believe i made it and you think it's her because it's like a masked individual mm-hmm. stealing an artifact and like escaping the traps and then he just gets shot and she's like sweet <laughs> and then at one point they're like what what happened i thought you were dead and she's like no he like he'd like Double he left crack. me for dead but i wasn't and then he got the treasure and then i left him for dead but he was that's <laughs> like the best part <laughs> like the best quote yeah i think my like i really liked i just really like afra and just how funny she is mm-hmm. so i really liked the last what was it? i think it was like issue number 13 like a lot but anyway yes <laughs> i like i like the voice that he gives her i forgot like I mean, she's still much more glib in the, like, currently uh, Alyssa Wong is writing her stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, so many more characters now. So there's, like, a lot more... There's a lot more of them all playing off against each other in, like, different circumstances. But in these early issues, like, there's so much of her. Like, and she's with Black Chrysanthemum, who, like, doesn't really talk. So she's not really playing off of anybody as much other than, like, the murder droids. Mm-hmm. The one that does talk. Um... So it's just so funny to hear her dialogue uh, a lot more in these earlier issues. Ooh. And I also really like that. Uh, what is it? The. Yeah, I, I I actually like the art style from like the first and the last arc. I always feel like a cartoony Afra fits a her like fits the vibe well. Because mm-hmm. there's like something a little. It's not like it so serious comic art. It as cartoony in the first few ones to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the style I don't like where it's more realistic. I don't know. Because in the last ones, the last ones feel a lot more cartoony to me. I think it's the same artist who does the first and the last ones. I don't know. Maybe it was like the outfit she was wearing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Is it Walker? I'm trying to like look it up now. Um, um. But yeah, Shelly does not like her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh which I don't, I don't know. And I like, like, at one point, she, like, doesn't turn the thing off. So, like, they have to have this moment. And she's like, no, I just wanted to talk. Okay, fine, I'll stop it now. <laughs> like, now you can get up. Let's go. And he's like, I thought we were trapped. No, I just needed a minute to talk to you. And you never actually listen until we're in danger. Yeah. That was cute. Um, let's see. We got murder droids. Yeah, that was cute. That's horrible. It's cute. She was trying. And there's <laughs> one part where, like, they're try- oh, so they like, go to Yavin because he's like the Masasi temples oh, and yeah. blah, 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 and they, blah. And they do a Legend of Zelda like puzzle. Yeah. Or a Jedi survivor if you play video games like me. Yeah, Legend of Zelda. And then uh, when they're in the Masasi temples, she's like, really? Like, that's why, like, you, like, why do we have to, there's nowhere else? And he's like, what do you mean? Why are the, why is the Empire here? And she's yeah. like. Okay, the Death Star? And he's like, well, I mean, I heard about it. I didn't know it was like... He's like, I don't keep up with this stuff much. I'm like, too busy. And she's like, yeah, just like you were too busy to like raise me. <laughs> it's so interesting though. Like this huge thing that happened and like planets were literally destroyed. Well, I guess one mm-hmm. this time. But like... And he was just like, nah, nah, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna yeah, he was like, that. well, I wasn't really paying attention. He was like, and then he says something like, oh, I thought that was like a rumor, yeah. you know, because of all like the misinformation or whatever, in theory, that they're spreading. Uh, but anyway, there's one part in there that I just really like where, like, they're escaping the stormtroopers and they're like having a shootout and triple zero's like, oh, no, I'm like not really fast. And 
like BT one drops out little foot pedals and like he rides BT one out. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that makes me laugh. Um, so yeah, they end up following the thing to the Ordru spec two, and then like Chelly's looting the bodies for lightsabers <laughs> while they go in, and he's like, oh, "How dare you rob the dead?" And she's like, "Nah, these are worth a lot. Yeah. I can always sell a good lightsaber <laughs> on the black market." Um, like they're not gonna use it. Yeah. Mine now. And then they like wake up the thing, and like the uh, the officers after her is Officer Tolvan, who like this is where we first meet Magna Tolvan. Yeah, they they did her dirty. They drew keep her saying that you just don't like good. her her OG look. No, I mean I like uh, I've seen other comic scenes of mm-hmm. her, like it's mostly I don't know because like whenever I look up Afra, like she pops up sometimes, mm-hmm. and like the art that I see of her is good and I like it. I'm like, oh okay, I don't know who this person is, but apparently they're 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 girlfriends. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, which is how I like knew she was a thing. I kept asking you about her, and you were like, no. Yeah, you got to read these comics. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well. And then I, we get introduced to her. I was like, ew. What did Afra see in these? This? Mm-hmm. Just because you, you and Afra don't have the same taste. Oh, no, I like I like Sana. Mm-hmm. Sana's cool. <clears throat> I don't know Jeez. who else she dates. We don't see. <laughs> no. you Keep reading okay she uh <laughs> like i like at the point like because it comes up a few times she's like "Ooh, who's that cute officer <laughs> like a semi-cyborg <laughs> officer and then she like chases her down she's fighting them at the temple when they're trying to escape and then she like no that's what happens her dad stabs her in the shoulder and they sort of take her hostage and they just leave her and she's like well it would have been safer to kill you but you're cute and she yeah. like lets her go and i was like oh that's funny and cute and then Can't so they're too. like oh we finally did this thing and you know, uh, like we now there's the end of, you know, he's finally like found the end of whatever knowledge he was ever going to find chasing that lead. And then now they need to put that thing into like quarantine because it's really dangerous. And she's like, mm-hmm. cool, cool. And everybody parks and she gets her doctorate back. And then she's like, well, did you ever hear about the one time that they rescued that ancient like force artifact with the consciousness of a long dead Jedi and then turned it over to quarantine? Well, it w- the one I turned in was a fake. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, let's get some real money. I don't get how, like, how? Like, how did they not, like, look at it and was like, hmm, like, well, I let's mean, make sure that this is real. How would I they, guess. I mean, I don't know. How well, that's the know? thing. How would they know? So why would right. they take it? Well, my thing is, like, she probably knows better than them how to make one in theory. Like how to make one that looks real, you know. Clearly, yeah. she's a she's a uh, expert. Yeah, an expert in this kind of thing. Yeah. You know. I just was I just confused how that can work and get like get away with. I mean, uh, technically, yeah. maybe they do find out later, and then they're mm, possibly, too late. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. So, so that happens, yeah. and then, what, it's the annual? No, now we go to Screaming Citadel. Oh. Because from there, she's like, well, I need to activate this thing. I need a Jedi. And Screaming oh, Citadel yes. is like, it's a crossover series with Star Wars. It's like, very much like in a horror vein. Like, like I said, vampires, kind of. Maybe zombies, but maybe like something like that. Body snatchers. Um short 
thing. It's only like five issues. I think uh, it's definitely not my favorite crossover. Like Vader down fit together way better and flowed. And then I think whatever came next, which was what, like War of the Bounty Hunters, was also like really, really good. So I think like out of all of them, I think this is the one that like people, some people don't really like. Mm-hmm. I like some of it. I don't know if I like all of it, but I really love the first issue and the art, like Chichetto. I love like the art in the very first issue because you'll see yeah. the art like jumps around. Like it's like all like cool 90s style and then it's like comic booky, and then it's like what's that dude's name. LaRocca, who was doing Star Wars for a while. So you have these weird, like, painted faces with weird bodies. Yeah. Like Honestly, the art was really good. It was like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, how they drew Afra specifically. Mm-hmm. She looks very, like, goth- not gothy, but she reminds me of, like, the, the singer from Evanescence. Uh, I don't know. Like, Are you I talking about, like, on the cover? The, uh, oh, I don't know. No, I guess the one... There's one panel where it's just her and she's at the door. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the that's hair from the and like first how issue, dark I think. Her, yeah. ma- her makeup is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Chichetto. That's the artist that I like. He did something else. I can't remember what it was. <sighs> but he's done a lot of like Star Wars comics. I like his art. Like I like his Luke. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of his stuff. So she goes to find Luke, basically. She's yeah. like, hey, I need you to open this thing for me. Then we're going to like go over here and we're going to do this thing. We have to go meet with this queen so that they can get us something. And then, like, she dresses him up. <laughs> so he's all, like, super classy. And I always thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, she's kind of dressed up, too. And then it's, like, this weird vampire queen who's, like, feeding off of the entire village. And, like, the whole story is how it's basically, like, these symbiotes that, like, infect the brainstem of the people. And then they have, like, a hive mind. So she's able to, like, feed off of all of the Like, through them, she feeds. Mm-hmm or something so it's like horror like the thing it's almost like alien you know you get caught by one of these things and then you're one of them but then it kind of turns into a weird like well very victorian yeah like the art style is very like you know very like new age gothic or something (laughs) like but it's like fun and it's crazy and it's like weird like star wars weird and then like you have the people are you know luke and han and leia are trying to find luke and then Mm -hmm. like Han gets infected by the thing and then he's the general because his like mind is smarter so like wherever you fit in the hierarchy like the queen is the strongest psychic whatever so like she controls the hive and then like the queen and Luke are fighting so like they're not controlled like their minds are occupied so like Han is the leader of the hive now because like his mind is next strongest is or whatever. Like it's it's such a weird like little thing, but it was kind of funny where he was just like, "Huh, I'm myself." Like, and I can just the hear his stupid outfit voice. Outfit is so nice. Which one? The like red and black, yeah, oh, weird yeah. dressy thingy, hair, like, corset, brown. spikes, hail helmet hair. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty red. Yeah, very like gothic oh. vampire vibes is what I got when I first read it. Um, I'm sending you a photo, but like, like, like you were saying, like the art style is really cool. This, 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 I like this part. Hold on. I'm sending, it's like, um, kind of like they're in the rain and there's like two, well, there's like, you know, the background, but then Mm -hmm. the characters are like two different colors, which is like just red and black. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they look like shadows, but like there's some portions of them that are red. 
like the queen, like her hair is red and like her dress is red, but like her skin and everything else is black. Oh, there's like a really like negative, like negative style silhouetted, mm-hmm. but like the colors pop out. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. I can't even remember what issue that's from. I thought it was the Chichetto. I thought you were you were like the rain, and I was like, oh, it's like the it's Chichetto. Uh, oh no, you're right. It is Chichetto. One. Yeah, that's that's the artist that I like from this series. Like, I think all of his stuff, his expressions are really, really well done, which is important in these comics sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, way less of a fan of, of La Roca stuff. Like, that weird photo. He does, like, these weird photorealistic faces, which is, like, mm-hmm. like you look at them and you're like, oh, this is just a picture of, like, Carrie Fisher. He just, like, drew the rest of her around it or whatever. Uh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, like. Like he's really good at that, but then like sometimes the body, like it, it never, it always, it looks like it doesn't match a lot of the time. So you'll like Doctor Affer will have this like crazy deed. It looks like a real person, but then like the rest of like her shoulders are too small, and she looks like she has a giant head, or it doesn't like the rest of it never fits for me sometimes. Like and the lighting is all weird. Like the faces are all super detailed, and then everything else looks like sketched out. Mm. I don't know. It's it, he's never been one of my favorite artists, but you know. Whatever. That's just my opinion. I couldn't draw it, so I guess. <laughs> That's uh, why I always get scared. I'm like, I, I don't like this, but also I can't draw better than this. Yeah, I'm like, well, I, I, it's not my favorite, but he better than me, though. <laughs> like, good thing I'm not drawing this comic book. Yeah. I cannot take his job. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, that's the whole thing. And then at the end of the thing, it's like Luke and, like, they infect Luke with the thing. So that yeah. way, because he's like, because then they're they're crazy. like, oh, she they didn't should have put him in a like a gothic outfit to match. Right. Like more gothic. He should have kept on his outfit that like Afra dressed him in. Yeah. <laughs> his like fancy suit. They get Chris. No, they don't get Chrysanthemum, do they? No. So there's just one crazy Chris, panel He's locked of him. up. But what happens is the murder droids are like, oh, no, they're coming for us. We need something to like fight them with. And they're like, wait, what if we implant one of these in Chrysanthemum and it'll just make him like, and like then Chrysanthemum basically becomes this like rabid werewolf. Because he's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, right here, it's right here. But they like, sur- it's, like it's triple so zero funny. surgeries it in his head. He's like, we don't have time for it to like implant itself. And he just like cuts them open and puts it on his skull. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty like another horror, <laughs> another horror thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's basically like this unstoppable werewolf uh, creature, funny. which is pretty rad. He looks more horrifying than he already was. Yeah. Then he, yeah. And he's all like, he's like, he's like running on all four. Like there's a few things where he's like running off to kill people and he's like, you know, like on four limbs, you know, he's not even walking anymore. He's like all bestial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was cool. So basically like Afra like sells everybody out to the thing and like gives the crystal and is like okay well let me go and here i'll give you a jedi and then the like vampire queen is like draining luke's life force and then she's like starts feeling guilty apparently which never happens and then everybody's like what afra came back and she comes back and she like she she infects luke yes which means luke is trying to fight it well, but when she implants, it's like, it's almost like he's in control because like his mind is also the strongest. So he doesn't get enslaved like the others because he's like just as strong as the queen. And then they have this like psychic battle. But then like while they're psychic battling, all the other ones are free. 
or like under the underling. So it's like the next in line is like Han Solo and these other two lieutenants that are like trying to fight each other. And Han's like, ah, oh, just shoot him. Like, <laughs> uh, and then like Luke frees himself from the infection and then just kills her with a lightsaber. Which is how it works. Yeah. So you're like, oh, all right. And then I think they're like, well, what are we supposed to do? Like, this is like unsafe and blah, blah, blah. And they like, I think they just blow up the whole town. Yeah, <laughs> Which is tell, like they unfortunate. To burn the build, the burn the town. Yeah. And everybody's like, was that necessary? How could you? And she's like, look, they can't like it, it, the infection is like this infection is so dangerous that they can never get free. And I'm like, like alien. That's what they do in alien movies. Uh, so, yeah. I don't like Sana and Afra interactions after the audio drama well this is like this is still probably soon after that uh (sighs) like this would be after rebel jail right so like after she escapes from the jail yes and they're still like not on good terms yet yeah but everything that uh, sana says just hurts like uh, i was just reading like there's one part where you know after it's like where did it go wrong with us and sana's like we met and i'm like Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it wasn't like, it, like that's even worse. It's like because <laughs> I would have been fine with sh- if she was like, "Well, you like were selfish and you did this," but it yeah. was just we met. Uh, yeah, Sana's still very bitter. <laughs> that's and fair. It's so funny because she's like, uh, "There's but, one part, man. there's another line like that," and she's like, "What did she say?" She's like, "You know what? What did you ever see in her or something?" And she's like, "Yeah, you. I don't know. You got me. <laughs> no clue." Um, so yeah so I don't know it was like funny to see all the people together and then it was also just like wild and crazy comics that are ridiculous when psychic battle power battles and a horror vibe with like this gothic castle and queen and vampire life energy stuff what was it I don't know I'm trying to think of I swear there's like another movie or show where there's a psychic battle and I, I can't I, mean, I think there's plenty of them. Yeah, there's plenty. I was just, I, I mean, was like, yeah, you're right. I can't think of one right one now. One in specific, but I, I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then we get to the, the next. The horror vibe was definitely there. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there could have been more. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It wasn't like super scary, or I didn't jump out of my seat or anything in terror. <laughs> but like, it was meant to be a horror, and I read it as a horror, and it was definitely like. Horror for the characters. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. So, the next little piece we have is the Dr. Afra and the Enormous Prophet series. And so, you got the annual that sort of goes back back to, like... Oh, wait. We didn't... You didn't talk about how, like, there's, there's like, two dumb people that go to the... To the ruins and then gets possessed. The ruins of Rur? No, uh, oh, no, that's right. Yeah, at the very end of Screaming Citadel. Mm-hmm. That's right, I remember. There's like two, there's like kid, there are kids, right? I think so. Well, no. Well, yeah, they I guess They just so. look young. Like, I don't know. Okay. They look like, just like... Hush puppy. Echo's scared that they're going to get loose again. Oh, no. He's like, I was scared. I jumped out of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Mm-mm. Yes, there's totally like a little post credit scene where two people are like man everything was destroyed at least we're free now i am the master mm-hmm. yeah um 
but I like that this was also these are those symbiotes that like she faked from the escape from the teacher and like that's how she got her doctorate oh. in the first place. Really? I think so. Because that's what they were, Aberson symbiotes. And remember she was like when she like found the professor's hidden thing, it was like, Oh, these are supposed to be hidden. You could be in trouble just and he's like, Ah, who are they gonna believe? Like a stupid student who gets in trouble or a like tenured professor who I respect you're like that's why you'll always fail you know and then so she fakes that as her discovery and then like they quarantine they kill them all like and all that stuff and then he can't ever say that she stole them from him because like that's then he would have to admit having them and not quarantining them or whatever you know so it's um, like she did a very Dr. Afra thing I will say I'm very upset that in this next issue, because it shows like uh, Afra in like kind of a very Leia dress, mm-hmm. and it does it doesn't happen. Okay. Yes, you and your mom. It doesn't even happen. So that solicitation for that issue came out like you know the solicitations come out like three months before. So they're like, hey, Doctor Issue Number Nine is coming out, and you're like, oh my god, like what is this about? Like Brack Crescenton is all like balled up with a cloak with gold inlays on it and stuff and his hair braided mm-hmm. and then dr afra has a very like you said leia like thing with silver like manacles or no that's a prison thing silver bracelets mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah and in the comic she's like wearing a different like black party dress kind of thing <laughs> and like a mask like i still like the outfit oh but i will say it was super funny because i guess like when I was reading comics at you guys' house, it was mm-hmm. fine and all cool because there's always there was usually always something going on in the house. Mm-hmm. So like it was like I'm not diagnosed, but my brain was like, I can't just read this comic. Something else has to be happening. So I was trying to read it here and I had literally no distractions, nothing was going on. The dogs in my neighborhood weren't even barking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I need something in the background. I was like, if I put a movie or a show, I'm going to get more distracted. So I can't do that. So I played music on my phone while mm-hmm. I was reading it on my phone. And honestly, it was kind of the best choice ever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because now I'm not going to say my playlist is like, oh, it's exactly like what Afra would do or like Afra's vibe or anything like that. Um, but it was, <laughs> but it like, I really enjoyed these few, uh, issues that we're going to get into so much because one, they were just really good. And Afra was like, you know, slaying with her <laughs> outfit the entire time, like boots the house down. But, um, I was playing music. It was Lady Gaga and it was like Mitski. And you know Lady Gaga, right? Uh, I know who she is. I don't think I could tell you one of her songs. Um, Bad Romance? Maybe it's like the most popular. Like. Poker Face? Okay. I've like heard that's, that one. Yeah. That's, that's her vibe of okay. songs. Um, so just like I, pop. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's like very like, I don't, yes, pop. And oh no. Echo said it's kind of lame, but it's fine. No, Echo says he loves Lady Gaga. Um, but it was, and then it was like Mitski, and Mitski is like complete opposite, where she's like, she's her music is kind of really depressing, but it's in a way that like her most of her songs are talking about how 
she can't like love other people because of how she grew up like her parents didn't hold her enough therefore like when she gets new relationships no one holds her or like people leave her a lot because she has anger issues and blah 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 her music is beautiful too and so that like Mitsuki is kind of who I think like with these characters like Afra, mm-hmm. Izzy, and like It's Cat, I feel like they would all be Mitsuki fans. Um, <clears throat> so I was, I just thought it was really funny and it fit the vibe a lot, especially because uh, it played one song. Um, it's called uh, My Love, Mine, All Mine. And um, it was a part where like it wasn't supposed to be sad. But to me, it was really sad because later on in the issue, like, you know, the robot turns on them. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you say it? Rur? That's what I say. Okay. I don't, well, how I many don't... options do we have? Rur? Yeah. Rur? Yeah. Rur. It's, it's only three letters. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, you know, Rur, tur- like, you know, is killing everyone. And then BT and Triple, uh, Triple Zero, they both leave her mm-hmm. and like chrysanthemum leaves her and while it wasn't supposed to be sad i think like in my head i was really really sad for afra because it just you know even these two droids that like were by her side the entire time like just left her and then chrysanthemum while very valid they're not really friends friends like left her as well mm-hmm. and she was just all alone and so I just had like this sad music playing while she was all alone. And I was like, oh. But then when she was like in the party and stuff, it was like all Lady Gaga. Anyway, that's all. That was, I do, it was a good choice. I do that too. But I don't have like, I put like soundtrack stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I read Dr. Aphra, usually what I end up putting is um, I put music from, what is it called? Uh, like the Tales from the Galaxy's Edge video game. Because it's like somewhat exploratory, like it feels like exploration. It's not so like heavy. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, let me put some Star Wars music, but it's like operatic or it's like too, like it doesn't quite fit the vibe. And or sometimes is like too dark for Dr. Aphra. I feel like her stuff should be a little more fun. So I tend to put something like I'll put like Solo or uh, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. You know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's like usually what I have like on my headphones when I'm like doing Dr. Aphra, but it depends like when I'm reading, I don't know if I'm reading something different, like, or if I'm reading like a Star Wars book, like Eye of Darkness, I'll put like music from Ahsoka because it's like a lot heavier and a lot more mm-hmm. like, I don't want to say cinematic. Mine but, was a lot more chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> but the, I, I try to like match the vibe to what I'm reading. So like some, like when I read, uh, when I read, uh, what were we talking about? Rise of the Red Blade. I was listening to a lot of the Obi-Wan Kenobi music because there's a lot of Inquisitor threads and it's a little more heavy, but it also has some really good moments in it. And then what was I doing that I was reading Andor? I was listening to Andor a lot when I was reading Crimson Climb because it's like Kira's story and it's like really heavy and it's not quite a like spy thing, but it is very like, it's very like survival, like... I don't know how to describe it, but it fit the vibe well. So that's the thing that I do also when I'm like reading. Because Axel plays music. To, he, d- I think you created you 
yourself created a bunch of YouTube kids where like we can't we have to have two things kind of going on. I blame you. But because Axel does the same thing where he's playing Hollow Knight, but he and even though Hollow Knight has its own music and its own like sounds and everything, mm-hmm. he still puts on music as well. Right, because he but wants to hear Metallica or whatever. Yeah, but I think it's funny because he played the one that one song that like is. Uh, which they need multiples. I'm really sad that they only have one, and maybe I'm just mistaken because I haven't finished the game or played the second one of uh, Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order is the first one. That's the first um, one. Yes. Uh, and what was I saying? Yeah, he plays that one song, and it Matt, it was over, like he was just playing Hollow Knight, but it was in the background. And I remember watching him playing Hollow Knight with that on, and I was like, sounds really familiar and i was like oh wait that's jedi fallen order music why does it match so well with hollow knight <laughs> especially because he was doing like the coliseo stuff like it were it just matched really nice. well that's all cute so now i can't think of like hollow knight without that music mm-hmm. do they have multiples or is it just that one multiple hollow knights no multiple sorry uh multiple of those or more of those songs in the other game, or like, are you talking about a soundtrack? Just, yeah, but that just that one song with that one band. Like, did they make more oh, songs or no? Are you talking about like Suga and Isana? Yes. Uh, the Who. So they do that song for Fallen Order, mm-hmm. and then in Jedi Survivor, there's like a lot of there's almost like a jukebox feature to where you can like talk to the DJ and like listen to different music. So there's like, they have a lot of music. It's not all like one band. It would be different stuff. But there are like three more Who songs. Like there's Suga and Isana, and then there's like three more. So like in theory, you would go up, like, and you can buy the like you can buy the songs at the store, and then you can give them to the DJ, and then the DJ has the music, so you can walk into the bar and be like, "Ooh, play that one." But then it's like other stuff too. And then mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor actually has a separate soundtrack for all of like the like in-game music. So like that stuff, like all that they listen to is on a soundtrack. And then all of the like, you know, the like the score that like we listen to, like more like the movie soundtrack or whatever yes. is like on a separate thing. So there's two Jedi Survivor soundtracks and one of them is all the like they listen to it songs. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense, but very That's... cool. Okay. I kind of want to throw all that stuff on a playlist with like the the Rex's playlist and the, mm-hmm. you know. I really want, I've been try, want to, I haven't been trying because I haven't done it <laughs> or attempted to. I've been but thinking. I really, <laughs> I've been wanting to do a, like, playlist for It's Cat and, like, Afra and not really Izzy because, like, I like Izzy a lot, but I feel like I know It's Cat and Afra a lot more mm-hmm. than Izzy, um, even though, like, I know, like, we know Izzy. I just, I don't know. I think I, uh, like, I love Izzy's character, but I, I like Afra and It's Cat a lot more. So I wanted to do a playlist for them, but mm-hmm. the one, I don't, I'm really bad at getting into new music. Like, um, hold on. Okay, I had to cough. Um, <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I love... I love them. What was I saying? Oh, I'm really bad at getting into new music and mm-hmm. expanding a lot. Um, 
especially because like if, even if my favorite artist gets like a new um not like a new album out mm-hmm. i will choose like one song from there and i'll just listen to it forever if i really like it but then i'm worried if i listen to the whole album i'll waste my time if i don't like it so i don't which is a problem but i have a lot of music in my playlist that's really random and i was and i really i really want to but i can't tell if i want to do like like what its cat would listen to or like the vibes i get from his cat and vice versa with like afra because i know you said that they're like the the producer the delray people yeah delray people editors. made one for his cat and like there's some of them that i do agree with is that what she would listen to or the vibes of its cat i think it's like the vibes of the story that's what that's how i get or that's what mm-hmm. i think that's how it feels to me as far as like i've i've only listened to it a couple times Mm-hmm. You know, but like that's the vibes that I get. I don't get that like Iscat would listen to that. I feel like it's more like, oh, this is her story. Oh, this is this mm-hmm. part. Oh, this is like this feeling or whatever. Okay. That's how I, I read want it. To, but but yeah. again, the problem is I feel like besides like the cartoony like songs that I have a bunch in my playlist, mm-hmm. I don't have my playlist uh, organized like I do to a point and that was when I actually sat down with my playlist and like like organized it like I have ones for sleeping mm-hmm. that's just that's not even like songs it's just like music someone made for to go to bed um then I have peanut butter and jams which is just all my songs that I have compiled into one I have sad boy which is like a lot of sad songs I have dad's style which is literally just a bunch of music that you listen to then I have games which is, you know, a lot of Final Fantasy in there, and sometimes like Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have Work Acceptable, which is like just without cartoon songs and stuff. Um, but I don't know. I just I I can't tell like if I will be too biased to make a playlist for It's Cat because I feel like we're the same person, so we would just listen to the exact same music. Duh. Easy. Done. Okay, playlist then you're done. Is... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm like, my playlist is done. It's like... Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. You've solved anyway. your own mystery. <laughs> but Afra, too. But also, I feel like Afra would like a lot of pop. Like, um, like honestly, I think she would vibe with Lady Gaga a lot. Um, in my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to okay. Afra. Back to actual issues of Afra. So the third story arc is basically she has the Immortal Roar crystal thing. It's activated now. She auctions it off to like all the crime syndicates and stuff. So there's like this big auction. They all come. It's like the huts. It's the Sontul Pride. It's the these university people. Like, and it's all, you know, and then... uh bt and triple zero are mad that they can't kill anybody and yeah. so they call the other master because their masters are like it's afra but they're like oh well, what if vader will let us kill people so they call vader and then vader shows up and then they sort of like escape mm-hmm. and then also like some of the people there that are auctioning are like the people that enslaved black chrysanthemum so he's like pissed and wants to kill these yeah. people but they're like hold on, hold on wait till the auction's over mm-hmm. uh and they then, like electrocute him like multiple times. Yeah, 
he they like and they like they like they they enhance him he's like he's like wolverine like they experimented on him and well, gave him no like, i meant like oh. uh afra like electrocuted him a lot <laughs> oh yeah yeah because she had to stop him yeah. yeah i was like dang <laughs> and then you have the one shot that has the backstory of what happened to him and why he hates them and how they like tortured him to be the best gladiator and stuff and I yeah like basically she escapes uh vader ends up with the crystal and he like brings it to palpatine like look i have this like awesome thing and palpatine's like ah put it in the room i thought they were gonna have more of a fight like they did fight but i thought it would have been so sick if like he was able to take control of some of vader Mm -hmm. but then he was like i actually have enhancements Mm -hmm. it was like watching two kids like play where you know they're like if you play with a kid and you're like oh haha i killed you they're like well no you didn't kill me because i'm actually very powerful i'm more powerful than you Mm -hmm. and so like i flew away and i'm still the queen Mm -hmm. that's how it felt i wish there was more of a fight I mean, the fight was like whatever, but I like that the fight, like, because for me, at least when I was reading it, the whole danger is like, oh, crap. Like for Dr. Afra, it's like he's going to know I'm alive because he like already she already faked her death. Mm-hmm. And so like when he gets there, you're like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And she's like, I fa- he's I sense something familiar something and annoying. <laughs> and then like he has to fight the thing and then she kind of gets away and escapes. She ends up like on a beach somewhere. I was so sad that it was a wig. Oh, her short hair? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like blue and stuff. I loved it. it was yeah, so she had like a party look. Uh, in fact, there's one part that's really funny when she's like negotiating with these people and they're like, look, these are amazing artifacts, Dr. Afra. And she's like, uh, mask? Can you at least pretend? <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, yes, mysterious individual who was holding the auction. And so I um, thought that was funny. The, there was so a bunch of the invest, but I was gonna say there was a lot of investors at, or like crime people that were there, yeah. and there was one that reminded me a lot of this character that I play, but they both looked the exact same. It was like they were from the academy, like uh, Shadow mm-hmm. Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a picture there where it says spoiler time on our notes. Looks like Moira from Overwatch, but like. Because she's also kind of like, well, I don't know if they're evil, but they're she's an evil scientist. Also, she's played by the the Mon Mothma, like the new one, not um, the old mm, one. I forget her name. Uh, Genevieve like O'Reilly. Really long name. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, that's what she's. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know the characters you're talking about. But I like how she she's like using them all against each other, and they're all sort of like outbidding each other. Mm-hmm. And then there's like one part where she has the little like, okay, you've received your answer. Like she ends up giving it to the university guys, yeah. but like they all have a little like chip or whatever that like comes up it and no, it's like, no, 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 hell no <laughs> to the like <laughs> the one guy that's like, and what are you offering? Well, we don't actually have a lot of money, but for the pride of the Azara, we're, and that's your whole planet. Well, we actually only have two continents on our planet, but we're yeah. going to take over more once we get this. <laughs> and then their little thing is like, hell no. There's like little funny, cute things that I always uh, really enjoy. There's, um, yeah. Uh, but then she, Afra, like, the one of the scientists is dying. Well, she dies, but is like, mm-hmm. your ship, we have so much artifacts. They're all like special, like, you know, rare, blah, blah, blah. And then she dies. Um, and then Afra takes her ship 
and then returns the artifacts, which I thought was really funny because she like goes and she's like, yeah, here are the artifacts. And they're like, wow, that's so like, so sweet of you. Like, I can't believe you would do this. Like, thank you so much. They're in safe hands. It's a shame that you couldn't retrieve some of the other ones. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. And then she goes and sells them. And that's when she turns up on that island. And yeah, then I yeah. have a screenshot of her. And she's like in like vacation robe. like robes and stuff. And then she has a gun out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but good. I thought it was because she was like, I, yeah, I'm going to go and do some research. All right. I've researched this entire cocktail menu. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, there's another part where Vader's fighting the like, the, the, the the Ruhr, the the Ruhr, because it's like a the sentience inhabits all these technology right so it can just take over any robot and in fact like one of the first things is like you know technopathy is impossible like the droids are there bidding on that and they're like and she's like okay well i mean i can prove it to you but you're gonna have to risk and he's like uh, i volunteer are you sure you're able to risk it yes because like technology it's impossible and then it takes over control of him and then they like kill him and then the other one's like it is possible. <laughs> I wish that everyone had what that droid has, where, like, he says, like, sarcastically, and then he says what he's going to say. Or it says passive-aggressively, says, and then he says what he's going to say. Nice. That would be so much easier to <clears throat> understand people in real life. But Yeah. There's, like, a... So when Vader's fighting the, like, super droid, like, the core one with all the stuff or whatever, it's, like, this big droid with two lightsabers, and it's, like, killing everybody. And then, like, at one point, Vader's just, like, throwing it back and forth against the wall <laughs> with the Force. Because it still doesn't have the Force, even though it's supposed to be the Force. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's just, like, three, four, at least four panels of it, too. Just Yeah. And it's, like, getting more destroyed as he's, like, he's, yeah. like, he's throwing pieces of it against the wall at the end. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty um, good. I also had another favorite that I screenshotted. Um, and it's when the journalist... Uh, go to interview Chrysanthemum, and the one guy's speaking Shriwook, <laughs> and he's like, "This is what I said. Sorry, gender non-specific honorific pronoun. Would you kindly have <laughs> leave my head attached to my body?" And it reminded me of how it felt talking to this one guy at school because he like he's a very conservative person, and he wasn't a very nice person either. Mm -hmm. And I guess he thought he upset me somehow. And he was like, look, look, Lizzie, you don't need to get upset. It's okay. Like, uh, Lizzie, Lizzie, don't, don't get mad at me. I was like, not even doing anything. And I was like, I'm not doing nothing in there. <laughs> and he was like messing up pronouns. And it was a whole thing. But he was, <laughs> that's just like, I read that. And I was like, that reminds me of like, when people think that, you know, people of the LGBT, like, well, mo some do. Like, they're just going to get so mad. At, like, they're just so mad at the world and everyone. And they hate, like, straight people. Blah, blah, blah. No, just respect us. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. I just, I thought that was funny because it was, like, non-specific, gender, honorific. <laughs> I thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah, I remember that part. Uh, I'd like, this issue is kind of cool. This is, like, the, the one-off, the annual. And it just mm -hmm. goes, like I said, into Black Chrysanthemum's background and stuff. And... It's kind of cool because you're like, oh, okay, like now I know his backstory. But then in the current issues, like those, the people, the Zonti brothers or whatever, 
are like there bidding and she's like okay you can have him now you can kill him now <laughs> like you know and then he ends up leaving because he's like only with africa because you know he she owes him money and then the droids leave she basically has to free them so they can like yeah. not give her to vader and so now the droids are like actually freed which is not great and then they leave yeah, that like, was yay, free. like I totally understand because they're droids and he like triple zero wants to do his own thing. But like it seemed like he respected Afra for a while and still respected Afra. Mm -hmm. So I just that was like sad that he left. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad that he didn't kill her or torture her or anything. So that was oh good, no, there's but... a good line where he's like, you know, till we meet again. And she's like, uh, can we say, just say goodbye? And he's like, till yeah, we, like, we meet again. Till we meet again. Yeah. That was pretty good. I do and like the murder he, like, Yeah, and another planet, he takes that one guy and, like, uses him to lure his enemies in and kills them and, like... And then he's having the, like, guy called Triple Zero Master... That was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Justice for droids. Rad. So now they're free. Dr. Aphra made a bunch of money. Uh, Vader maybe knows she's back, but not sure. Black Chrysanthemum is on the run somewhere. Uh, and Vader took the consciousness and put it in Palpatine's vault. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, it's so mean. Like, it's not actually mean. It was just like, I would be... So, I don't know, because can you imagine being stuck in this little crystal mm -hmm. and now you're just someone's little thing to look at? I, did, I don't know, like, I'm like, it's a digital recreation. It's not really him, right? I guess so. But it thinks it's him. That's true. Or it's programmed to think that it's him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was cool. I like the ideas. But I also like the, uh, you know, I just oh. like the whole like auction kind of thing that just goes all crazy. And Dr. Afro keeps like double, triple crossing everybody, mm -hmm. which is, you know, good times. Ooh, OK, so I'm like I'm looking a little bit ahead because I have the, the next review, but this is the next one that you haven't got to yet. I think the next series is called Dr. Afro Remastered. And I'm remembering that I really like the art. And this, like, from here on out, I super enjoy the art. And then things start getting a little bit crazy. And this also has one of the, my favorite guys from Rogue One, Tam Pazla. Who's, like, he's, like, a dude in armor that's, like, in Rogue One in the background on Jeddah somewhere. But, like, here you get to see more of his story. And he's, like, this very enthusiastic cop. I don't know, but he's like super funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. When you get to that, you will. <laughs> I'm excited for you to get to this part and let me know what you think. And there's also like this noble swordsman, a survivor of Alderaan. There's like so many people. Uh, yeah. Good times. All right. I mean, any last thoughts? Are you excited to continue Dr. Afra's journey? Uh, yes. On it, like. I hate that I don't read her things until you're like, hey, let's podcast about it. I'm like, okay, now it's time to read it. 
because I should just read it because I still enjoy it, but then, like, it's so, for some reason, like, out of sight, out of mind to me that I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Ephra. So I don't actually, like, read her things on my own, and I should. Well, now um, you're really going to know Ephra. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I should try to read her more often. Yeah. But only if Marvel Comics can keep up with me skipping fight scenes. Yeah, no, that's fine. You should be just fine. You got like a whole series half to go, and then the next series. But you've already done War of the Bounty Hunters, so like, but it's still going, so we'll see. Oh, I mean, I guess we should have talked about this before, but there's a really cool little story in From a Certain Point of View. Uh, Kieran Gillen writes one of the stories during A certain uh, a New Hope, and it's Dr. Aphra. And, like, she's on Dantooine. And I think it's, like, you know, the part of the movie where Leia has lied and said that the rebel base is on Dantooine. And she's, like, there, like, checking the rebel base and, like, see if they left by, you know, or whatever. And, like, the Imperials arrive and she ends up getting, like, caught. But she's, like, oh, I'm not a rebel. I'm just, like, you know, I'm just a scavenger or whatever, you know. But it's, like, a pretty cool, really good little story. Mm-hmm. With Dr. Aphra, like, during A New Hope. And that, like, in theory, that's the first time we ever meet her. Like, that would be before she met Vader and all that. Oh, no, I guess we've seen some of her school hijinks, huh? Yeah. Okay, so, like... Some yeah. of it, though. Interesting. I don't know. I think it's a really good little story. And, uh... Like, because like, Dr. Aphra is mainly in comics, but she is in that one mm-hmm. book. All right. I think that's a podcast. We can call it. And then uh, you, I will give you a little list for you to go read. <laughs> and then I'll catch up with you and we'll see how it goes. Yes. Deal? Sounds Roger good. that. All right. Uh, any, any, you want to uh, plugs, do your last pluggables? I uh, don't think I really have any. I mean, I have TikTok, but I haven't done anything. I have so many ideas, but then I just don't do it. And now I actually have the time to do it, and I don't do it. Okay. Well, check us out not doing things at therogerebels.com. Or like our Facebook page. We have a TikTok at the Rogue Rebels, where we will be posting. Or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good times. Mm-hmm. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> Share it with your friends. Enjoy yeah. Dr. Afra, a wonderful rogue archaeologist nonsense. Murder droids, Black Chrysanthemum. This is a great series for all kinds of... like. This is consistently one of the funnest Star Wars series around. And I think that's a thing that, uh, like, for me, that's one of the most enjoyable things about it is that it is not afraid to have fun, which sometimes Star Wars can be like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Star Wars can take itself too seriously and, like, it misses a little bit of that fun. Um, so I really like that Dr. Afra never misses the mark on, on having fun. <laughs> having fun, some seriousness, some coolness, mm-hmm. a little bit of sadness, but, like... Sadness with some funny stuff because she just makes jokes about when she's sad. And, yeah. And Dr. Aphra is just the worst, to be fair. Why is she the worst? <laughs> she's horrible. She backstabs everybody. So? Yeah. How is that the, the worst? worst? That's literally the worst. You can't trust her. You can't, you can't depend on her. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, uh. She's not a good person to have in your corner. But she is so very entertaining to read. Uh, so what? 
she is just looking out for herself. What? She's just looking out for herself. At the expense of everybody else. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> That's not she's how you a do survivor. It. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. She's <laughs> okay. Survive. <laughs> Survive, little one. <laughs>